I really get bummed out about this, seeing so many business owners struggling with social media, trying to keep up with the latest trends or following all the endless advice on the internet. If marketing your business on social media has left you feeling overwhelmed and stuck, there is a better way to do things, and I'm happy to show it to you, and it's completely free. I want to invite you to my free masterclass, Three Secrets to a Streamlined Social Media Strategy. Like secret number one, why the things you see others doing on social media aren't working for you and how to fix that. Number two, why it doesn't matter when you post. That is not an important question, but the question you should be asking instead. And number three, the secret to social media success that has nothing to do with social media. Join me, look at social media in a brand new way, and you could end up cutting your workload by 80% and seeing your revenue grow, okay? You want to come join us for this? It is free to attend, but you do need to register, and all you have to do is go to streamlinedplan.com, okay? Streamlinedplan.com. Grab your slot right now, streamlinedplan.com. Now let's get into today's episode. How do you deal with complaints on social media? In this episode, we're going to break down dealing with this from actual customers, legitimate complaints, as well as when you get random strangers and haters. And unless you believe the entire internet loves you and always will, I'd consider this episode a must listen. Welcome to Social Media for Streamlined Entrepreneurs, where we help overwhelmed business owners go from this... I would end up completely dropping the ball. Running in all these different directions at once. I was getting in my own way. To this. Now my social media brings in revenue. To over $1,000 worth of work from a social media post. It's so easy to put into practice. My name is Jerry Potter, and here in episode 14, we're going to share another win of the week. Someone who started something new on their Facebook business page and saw some of her metrics go up like four thousand percent so we'll share what she did also five tips on how to handle complaints and haters on social media all right candy harper is here to kick things off with our win of the week candy who are we celebrating this week janetta she's from the americana creative workshop who just started posting reels to her facebook business page and got a huge boost in her reach and video views and her video views were up over 4,000%. That's a huge number. <laughs> it's always funny when you see that, like, if you're not doing something and then you start doing it or something like that. I remember I started posting something on Instagram once and it was like, your reach is up 72,000%. <laughs> I was like, who wants to learn to increase your reach by 72,000% in a single post? One, ignore the platform. And then two, put up something really good. Like that's the whole strategy there. But reels are actually getting reach for Facebook business pages, which is rare without spending money. So that's really cool. And thank you for sharing that, Janetta, so that the rest of our community can benefit from that as well. In honor of Janetta's win, we'll be making a donation to the Nova Scotia Talent Trust. It is a nonprofit that supports art students in Canada. That nonprofit was brought to us by Jacqueline. She is one of our five minute social academy members. All right. So complaints on social media. Complaints are tough. And some of you may know this, others I'm sure don't. For a good chunk of my life, I worked as a radio personality or presenter, depending on the term you use in the country that you're in, hosting morning radio programs. And I had shows where we would get complaints, you know, every week or two from somebody. And then I had a show where I never got a single complaint. And that was actually a bad thing. So when I was 19, 
I got promoted to host the morning show on this massive uh, top 40 station. It was like a hit music station was the format in this this city. Smaller city, but it was like the biggest station in the city, 100,000 watt signal. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're giving me the keys to the Lamborghini. This is amazing. And I was so afraid of screwing up. I was so afraid of failure. I mean, talk about total imposter syndrome. So I went in every morning and I played the songs and I did giveaways and I talked about stuff and I didn't really understand a lot about how radio worked, how personal brands worked or anything like that at the time. And my whole thing was, I don't want to make anybody mad. Well, fast forward quite a while and the station wanted to figure out how I was doing. The ratings were pretty good, but the station was wondering like, okay, is it Jerry? Is it his personality? Is that what's bringing people in every morning? Or is it the contests and the music? And we could put anybody in there and have the same results or maybe better. So they did some surveys and focus groups and things like that. And they basically said, hey, what do you think about listening to Jerry in the morning? And I don't think they got any complaints, but the response was basically, oh, Jerry, he's fine. He's okay. Yeah. I listen in the morning. I like the music. I like the giveaways. He's fine. And if you want people who are passionate about you and your business, he's fine is not the response that you are looking for. And I wanted to kick off this episode by sharing that to let you know that you're going to get complaints. And a lot of the times, that's a good thing. That means that there is passion there. Now, none of us want complaints. The way I look at it and the way what I learned in my first big job as a radio personality was that if everybody just likes you, nobody loves you. And people who love you are the ones that drive business. If I was a radio personality that people loved then, people would listen longer, people would buy more from our advertisers, like lots of good things would happen in that scenario. But instead, I made myself completely replaceable. And just to give you an idea, like I was afraid to have an opinion on anything. Like I might say, hey guys, murder is bad. Don't we all agree murder is bad? But outside of that, I wouldn't even say, oh, pineapple's the worst topping on pizza because I didn't want to make anybody mad. So I do think it is a sign of success in some cases if somebody does complain. And not all complaints are bad. Sometimes it is great feedback for your business. Right. Some I've had people bring something up and it's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that was happening or I didn't even know that was the experience you were having within my business or in my world or anything like that. So complaints can be good. Another reason complaints can be good is when you reply to the complaint and we're going to talk about the best way to do that, it can display how great you are as a business or a business owner at listening and dealing with customer complaints for other potential customers. During the years that I worked at an agency, I was in charge of reputation management for our clients. And so we would manage the reviews, including the complaints. And I talked to so many consumers because I was always curious how they used reviews. And some people just go to Yelp or Google and they go, oh, it's over four stars. Great. Sounds good. Other people go to Google or Yelp or Amazon or wherever it is, and they immediately click on the one and two star reviews and they read those. Who are the people that did not like this product or service or business? And what I found was when somebody read a one or two star review that was replied to and handled well by the company, that actually that one or two star review actually made them want to go to the business even more. 
because they saw that the business owner cared. So I don't know where you are in your streamlined entrepreneur journey, but if you've never had a complaint, yay. If you're going to grow, it's probably going to happen. You know, the bigger my YouTube channel got, uh, the more often I might get a complaint. I'll tell you the number one complaint I get is, this video was six minutes, not five minutes, you know, which I always reply, or sometimes they're 12 minutes. But it's like, did you want me to stop in the middle of the video or not show you part of the tutorial? <laughs> five minutes social media is more of a concept. It's not a promise. Apologies if, uh, you know, I misconstrued that to you. But obviously, you can see the length of a YouTube video before you always start watching it. But I get other complaints as well. And the bigger you get, the more of that stuff you're going to get. The more passionate people are about you because they love you, the more likely somebody is not going to like you or is going to potentially hate you. And that's okay. It is part of it. And we're going to talk about how to deal with it, how to protect your energy and your self-esteem and all of that. All right. So here are my five tips for dealing with complaints on social media. And these first, this first time through, we're going to talk really about legitimate complaints that you might be getting, like a review. When I worked at the agency, we had a lot of restaurant clients and they'd get 50 plus reviews a week sometimes. So if it's a legitimate complaint and how to handle it, but we'll also come back and touch on how do you deal with it if it is just a troll, a hater, somebody you have no idea what they're talking about, uh, what they're saying makes no sense. Um, they're just clearly just angry or whatever it might be. So uh, five tips. Number one, read the review or the complaint at least twice. I can't tell you how often when I was doing reputation management for a lot of companies, I would just read through a review and I'd be like, oh man. And then I'd go to start to reply. And then I would look back at the review to reference something and realize, oh, that's not what they were complaining about at all. Whoops. So tip number one, read the review or complaint at least twice to see if you really understand it. All right. Tip number two, think about why the complaint happened. Is it a legitimate complaint? Did something actually go wrong? There were times where, you know, the review would say something like, let's say one of the restaurant clients and I'd contact the manager and they go, oh yeah, we had a big issue and this happened and we were all backed up. And so the food came out late and some of it was probably was cold and that's our fault. And, you know, then that's a legitimate complaint, right? But think about why the complaint happened. Is it a legitimate complaint or is it just somebody complaining in order to complain? Is it somebody complaining because they're having a bad day? Is it somebody complaining because they've decided to troll you? I always look at those and I finally got to the point where I realized, you know, I get cranky sometimes. I get cranky with uh, myself. I get cranky, I'm sure, with friends, my wife. I get cranky with my tiny superheroes for sure sometimes, and I get cranky with companies. And sometimes if it's the wrong day or the wrong time, I'm just out to complain. So I always think about that. I always think about the fact that I don't know what they are going through. I don't know what's going on in their life. So just think about why the complaint happened. I just think that's really good to have in your mind as you're deciding how to deal with it. Tip number three, plan your public and private reply. So anytime you are commenting on a public post, comment, a review, anything that other people are going to see, more of the people who aren't the complainer are going to see that probably than the person who actually complained. So you are really responding for the general public. I just told you a couple minutes ago about the restaurant 
client or the people that I knew that said, yeah, they'd go to a restaurant or a business based on the fact that they dealt well with customer complaints. So you are replying publicly for everybody. So you want to keep that in mind when you are deciding how to reply. And then you also want to plan your private reply if there is a private reply as well. So one of the things that we would do is we would do our best to take the conversation private as soon as possible. This is when I was doing reputation management for a lot of companies. Because you don't know if you're going to reply and the person's going to say, thank you so much for dealing with this. Or if you are going to reply and then they're going to get more mad and then they're going to go comment somewhere else and somewhere else and add more comments and things like that. So our goal on a platform where you could do this would be to post the public reply, and then move the conversation somewhere private. So on a Facebook business page, if somebody leaves a review, you can actually send them a private message. So we would say, you know, hey, I'm so sorry that this happened, and I want to look into it and, you know, figure out how to make sure this doesn't happen again and make it right. I'm going to send you a private message. So that's how you reply publicly. Then you would send the person the private message, and then you would try and find out more. Uh, When did this happen? If you need to find out more. Or you would just say, hey, I just wanted to know I saw your review, and I'm looking into it, and I will get back to you uh, no later than tomorrow. It's always good to kind of give them an expectation of when you will get back to them. But again, tip number three, plan your public and your private reply if applicable. Tip number four, be human and show empathy. Empathy goes so far. And sometimes when somebody's complaining about something that's near and dear to us, and if you're passionate about your business, it is near and dear to you, right? The first thing we want to do is tell them why that, you know, didn't happen or couldn't have happened or, you know, whatever, make excuses. I was just talking to my tiny superheroes uh, last week about how to apologize without making excuses, you know, Uh, hey, I'm sorry this happened. But it happened because of X, Y, Z. And it's like, no, 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 you don't, you don't say that part. You just keep that part to yourself. And so be human and show empathy. And the way that I like to do that is just simply say, I'm so sorry that that happened, or I'm so sorry that you had that experience. Now, one thing I learned from working with some big companies when you do this, and I think this applies to all businesses of any size, is don't necessarily admit fault. Hopefully, whatever they're saying is not going to go on to become a lawsuit or anything like that. But imagine if somebody, you know, said, hey, I ate your restaurant and I got food poisoning. And you said, I'm so sorry you got food poisoning because you ate at my restaurant. Like, yeah, that's not. No, we don't want to do that. Right. So it's I'm so sorry that you didn't feel or I'm so sorry you're not feeling well. And then go onward with whatever else you were going to say. But you don't admit fault there. And then the fifth tip slash step, you, I guess you could almost call these steps as well, is decide what you want to do with a commenter or the user, if anything. So if we're talking about a review on Facebook, then you have usually replied to their comment, sent them a private message, and then you'll handle it in the private messages, right? But sometimes it's not a review. It's not a formal complaint process. It was just somebody that left an angry comment. So with different platforms, you can do different things. On Facebook, you can actually hide a comment instead of deleting it. And here's what happens when you hide a comment on Facebook. They will be able to see their comment still there. And their friends, if they happen to follow your page or go there, will be able to see their comment, right? Their Facebook friends. However, nobody else will be able to see their comment. And I always loved this because if you do get somebody who's angry, whether it's legitimate or not, if they're angry enough and they have more time than you, 
they can make your life very miserable. Because then they come back and they say, oh, I see censorship. You blocked or you deleted my review. You know, all that kind of stuff. And so that's why I really love that hide tool on Facebook. Not all platforms, of course, have that. Twitter has something that they call soft blocking. And that's where you can go in and you can basically make somebody unfollow you. They could still see you if they come to your Twitter profile and things like that. But And they won't get notified. But you will not have your tweets come up in their feed anymore. Uh, Most platforms have full blocking. Instagram might be the strictest where you could literally go in, block somebody, including any future accounts that they may create. Now, I know people have found ways around that because I've talked to people where they have blocked somebody and then the person has still managed to come back and troll them after that. And so I don't know if it's like you create a new email account or you use a new phone or what it is. I don't know how Instagram is tracking that. There is a way around that, but that's Instagram does give you that option to theoretically block a person, including any future accounts that they may make. So again, one, read the review or complain at least twice. Two, think about why the complaint happened. Really just take a second to decide, is this person just having a bad day or is this a legitimate complaint? about my business. Three, plan your public and private reply if applicable. Four, be human and show empathy, but without admitting fault. And then five, decide if you're going to hide or block or anything like that. Now, how is this different if it's not a legitimate complaint, but more trolling or a personal attack or a hater or whatever? How you're going to deal with that is going to be a personal decision. And in my experience, most of the time, it's not worth your time to deal with it. Uh, My friend Richard Ralston says it best. He always says, there are things that are your care and there are things that are your concern, but they're not the same things, you know, because I think I said to him once, I'm like, well, how am I not supposed to care if somebody complains? And obviously, if it's a legitimate complaint, then I absolutely care and it is my concern. But if it's somebody that's just trolling your business, then you can care about it, but it's not your concern. And so he says, remember, that's your care. It's your care, but it's not your concern. Or that may be something you care about, but it's not your concern. He, he says it much more eloquently than I do. Uh, and I also want to give a shout out to my friend, Natalie, who really put this in perspective for me because I was, uh, you know, I have always been a people pleaser. And so I like to go in and I like to reply to comments and, and try and smooth things over just to give you an idea. You know, we talked about when I was a radio personality, it got to the point when I was on a team show, I wasn't allowed to monitor messages and things like that. Because I would want to stop in the middle of the show and be like, hang on, I have to email this person back and and try and make everything okay. <laughs> and they finally said, you can't do that. You're the host. You need to focus on hosting the show. But my friend Natalie really put it into perspective for me. We were talking about this at one point. And I was like, well, I just feel like I should respond and, you know, da, 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 da. And, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a comment about my, I don't know, my appearance or something on a YouTube video or something random like that. And she said, is that really the best use of your time? Come on, that's time you could be spending with your kids. Like that's time you could be spending planning, you know, playing with your kids. And it was such like a light bulb moment. Like, oh my gosh, I am, wow. I am no longer going to spend time dealing with random complaints. And I, I feel like I've been very lucky because they're, they're, they're few and far between, but I'm not going to spend time on that because somebody was having a bad day or whatever it is. When that is time, that is legitimately time that I could be spent with my tiny superheroes. Or it's time that you could be better serving your paying customers and clients or serving your loyal customers and clients or dealing with legitimate bad reviews or complaints. So really, really keep that in mind. And I talk to online entrepreneurs all the time and it's almost universally agreed. Like if you get somebody that's just hating, then 
block and move on. You know, you can care, but it's not your concern, as my friend Richard would say. And that is absolutely the best thing that you can do for them and for you. All right, let's bring Candy back in because I want to say hi to our streamlined entrepreneur of the week. Who is it this week, Candy? Yeah, we are saying hello to Don. Left this review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that. So many great tips. As a busy entrepreneur, I like short and I like actionable. Jerry's podcast is so good. Actionable, engaging, cutting edge tips. It is my go-to podcast for social media help. And that is from Don. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Don. I'm glad this is a podcast because uh, otherwise I would probably be showing everybody how much I blush when <laughs> people leave reviews like that. But we do appreciate it so much. And what does Don do? Don did not say what she does. So Don is... Hang on. No, you think. don't need to just make nope. it up if they don't got say. I got it. Don is a uh, fitness instructor for babies. Ah, yes. Who are training for reality TV shows like Wipeout or Ninja Warrior, but not, <laughs> but wait, but not Squid Games because she she drew a line in the sand and said okay. she won't train the babies. For but she a, helps a show like Squid Games. Babies get like little baby biceps and infants okay. with with six packs. Potter infant infants very, with six packs. Very specific, Don. I can't uh-huh. wait to see your website. I'm looking forward to learning more <laughs> yes. about yes. your business for buff babies. Um, uh-huh. Okay, awesome. We would love to feature you as our streamlined entrepreneur of the week. Uh, I recommend including what your business is, but you don't have to because nope. apparently nope. Candy will make it up. Uh, you can just go to streamlinerspodcast.com slash review and let us know uh, who you are and your favorite parts of the podcast by leaving a review there on your favorite podcasting platform that takes reviews. In our next episode, we're going to answer the question, why isn't my audience on social media buying? I'm going to give you some of the common reasons as well as how to overcome them, okay? That's coming up in episode 15. If you'd like to get more information about this episode of Social Media for Streamlined Entrepreneurs, you can go to the show notes in your podcast app or go to streamlinerspodcast.com slash 14 for 14. Streamlinerspodcast.com slash 14. Social Media for Streamlined Entrepreneurs is a production of 5-Minute Social Media and is produced by Candy Harper. I really get bummed out about this, seeing so many business owners struggling with social media, trying to keep up with the latest trends or following all the endless advice on the internet. If marketing your business on social media has left you feeling overwhelmed and stuck, there is a better way to do things, and I'm happy to show it to you, and it's completely free. I want to invite you to my free masterclass, Three Secrets to a Streamlined Social Media Strategy. Like secret number one, why the things you see others doing on social media aren't working for you and how to fix that. Number two, why it doesn't matter when you post. That is not an important question, but the question you should be asking instead. And number three, the secret to social media success that has nothing to do with social media. Join me, look at social media in a brand new way, and you could end up cutting your workload by 80% and seeing your revenue grow, okay? You want to come join us for this? It is free to attend, but you do need to register, and all you have to do is go to streamlinedplan.com, okay? Streamlinedplan.com. Grab your slot right now, streamlinedplan.com.